We've seen canon, but I'm missing grit. Let's roll for destiny and change that. Whoa! <laughs> I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever had to bleep the opening yes, before. Yes. And change that. that. Beep. <laughs> A little aggressive. Uh, y'all right. Kira rolled two light side points. Cannon has once again rolled the dark side point. Holy crap. <laughs> Erebos rolled, er, <clears throat> sorry. <laughs> Freebos rolled one light side point. Name's Grit, and I rolled one dark side. You're welcome, everybody. There are few clones that the common people see. The rare genes of a clone are highly coveted and kept very secret. Only the elites can afford to have them commissioned, as someone would commission a work of art. Lord Cole was a prince of considerable means. His carefully crafted works of art were given positions of power to keep the peace and ensure his worlds ran smoothly. But as perfect as everyone believed he was, Cannon always felt that something was missing. You are in your house, Cannon, a beautiful, palatial estate, uh, a nice, no clean fair. area. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I call it the stone tree. <laughs> what a weird coincidence. <laughs> I'm the king of this tree. Your wife, Anara, was clearing the plates after <gasps> breakfast. Oh, what? Oh, snap. And as she's clearing the plates and, and washing them, she says, Marin asked again today about her husband. Remember Bergen the Miner? She looks back at you. Have you heard anything? You've been chasing a ghost for a long time. One that's been very hard to nail down. The more you tighten your grip, the more people slip through your fingers. The miner was somebody that had a lead. It did not end well when you attempted to question him. What do you do? You haven't told her the truth yet. Do you continue the facade? And again lie to your wife. Bergen. Which one was Bergen again? Make a deception check. Hard difficulty with two setbacks. Yeah, it rules when your first roll is a deception check against your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to marriage. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Are you sure that's Zing. not Jan or Maine that he's married to? Oh, it's a Nara Maine. R.I.P. Uh, difficulty again, sorry. Difficulty is hard with two setbacks. Well, Cannon actually gets to negate up to four setbacks in deception. Whoa. So no setbacks for me. Check succeeded with one advantage. You know it is for the best of your family. It is the best for your wife to shield her from the things that you have to do to maintain order and balance. Yeah, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even cross your mind because... Your this is your duty. This is your job. This is what you were literally made for. Maybe you had conflicts in the past, but now this is just the way you operate. Yeah, I'm sure I solved it. I'm sure I've took care of that one. I always do. Oh, well, if is you that, hear anything, I'm sorry. Hold on. The one you're washing right now. There's still a big chunk on there. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, oh. she looks down. She says. Yeah, Viego hasn't been finishing all of his food. I'm going to cry. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going through a hard time. He puts on a good face for you, but maybe you could talk to him. 
you look up at the clock and you don't have much time. You're about ready to leave for work. All right. He's in his room getting ready. I don't know. After breakfast, I'm not sure where he went. All right. I guess you don't keep track of our kids or the food on the dishes either. <laughs> oh, I my. I guess I'll go check on him then. Cannon, I know you're under a lot of stress. Try to have a good day. Good days are few and far between, but, you know, it's always worth it when I come home to dirty dishes and an angry child. She puts on a face, a smile, trying to uh, disarm the situation. But when she looks back down at her work, the smile quickly fades. You can't find your best coat. Um, and it was being cleaned. Uh, some people might have thrown some uh, items onto it the last time you went walking out. Those people will no longer be a problem, but you had to get your coat clean. <laughs> Jeez. So you go to the laundry room to fetch it. And you reach out and you see your beautiful, nice coat. The one that you wear when the prince comes to town. You pick it up, but as you do, a stack of laundry that was on top falls to the side. Oh, sure, yeah. Put my coat on the bottom. It's certainly not the most necessary item that I needed today. It should definitely be on the bottom of all the towels and washcloths. Perfect. Wonderful. You reach down to pick up some of them, and instead you just kind of kick them to the side. <laughs> You're like, ah, these aren't my clothes. <laughs> But you look and you see something fall out of one of the pockets. And it's a folded pamphlet. And there's strange markings on the front of it. You reach down, you pick it up. And there's a symbol on the front. A symbol that you have been chasing down for a long time. You open it up. And there's six words inside. A father cares for his children. Then next to it is written an address and a time. Do I know whose clothes this came out of? You're not quite sure. They were all in a stack. When you pulled them, they all came down. You're looking at it, and then you hear a voice behind you. Dad! Oh, so sorry, just looking for my coat. He reaches down, and he sees the coat with a nice, fresh footprint on it. <laughs> Picks it up. <laughs> oh. I have the note in my hand in a way that would be hard for him to miss, and I want to... I wanna, sort of inspect his reaction to being able to see that while he's going down to grab his coat. Make a perception check. This one is going to be hard with two setbacks. Good sneaky move. Check failed. One Oof. threat. Ugh. Diego is your son, after all, and he's picked up a lot of things. Uh, when he reaches down to pick up his coat, his, his eyes don't even dart towards the pamphlet. He doesn't even look. He picks up the coat and says, Bye, Dad. And walks out of the room. Hey, Viego, you be careful out there. You know, it's just a father cares for his children and all. A smile comes across his face, but not a devious smile, but a almost oblivious smile. He says, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Dad. See you later. All right. There are so many things that you've left unsaid. So many things you wish you could tell Viego that you can't your your station your life forbids some of those things from being said you're all ready to go and if you don't leave now you will be late kind of wish you could stay there's a part of you that wishes you just didn't go to work today you could leave the city with an r and viego never look back just go but that's not what you were born for you have a duty to lord cole 
He spared no expense making you, and he even granted you the right to marry and father a child. You owe everything to him. I walk out of the laundry room uh, and uh, approach the exit door. God, what's a normal human way of saying that? (laughs) (laughs) A clone way? I tactically retreat from my household. (laughs) (laughs) You leave. I shall resume the assault during dinner time. (laughs) No, 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 no. I make my way past the laundry room and towards the main door exit and to Inara, I say, hey. You go into the room and Inara is no longer there. You look out through the large window and you see Inara walking through the garden. I want to check in on her. I know I'm running late and I, I think I'm even like a little bit frustrated. Make a uh, um, frustration check. Uh, no, make a vigilance <laughs> check to see if you're going to be late from from roll this, initiative from against out. your wife. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> oh, this is a hard check Social with two setbacks. Combat. <laughs> you're late for work. <laughs> Oof! Wow, check wicked failed. I three failures and two advantages. You look up and you know if you don't leave now, you will be late and it will not look good. But is it worth it to you? Inara, I'm leaving. I'll see you tonight. She turns back. She waves and smiles. I've already turned and headed towards the door. Oh. You make your way to the station, Cannon. You walk in and you're greeted by the same people giving you reports, letting you know what's going on. Your two guards have escorted you. They're always outside of the house, and they've escorted you to the station. Oh, click, clack. <laughs> Good to see you again. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's canon now, baby. That's so good. Uh, the two clones, uh, lesser clones, but still tailored, were given to you by the Lord. And... They, are they like a foot shorter? <laughs> they are. They're they're quite a, they're compact. Compact. <laughs> they're not meant to demand attention. They're meant to stay in the background mm. and offer protection. Secret service. Mm-hmm. Their skin mm. is thicker than normal oh. skin, almost metallic, uh, and can deflect blaster bolts and slug throwers. Is that allowed? Uh, I cool. have that too. I have special skin too. <laughs> no, because oh. there is a metallic sheen that some people find off-putting. Uh, ah, and your oh, skin cool. is flawless and perfect. Ooh, Ooh. nice. Uh, except to bullets. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Bullets <laughs> big, big old holes in you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try it out. <laughs> you walk into the station and your lieutenant walks up to you and says, Oh, hello, sir. There's a small creature that's here. I normally just dispose of them or send them away. But this creature has been insistent on speaking with you. And something peculiar, she's not in the system. We don't know what type of creature she is. We don't even know if she's really a she. This is what she's claiming. Are you telling me that you're incapable of even determining the sex of a small creature? From this thing, yes. It's it's like a small, fuzzy child. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds bizarre. What's her story? I don't know. She says she will only speak with you. We could let her cool for a while. Just came in not that long ago. She'd probably open up if we tighten the screws. We don't literally have her in the screws yet. Unless you want us to put her in. No. 
bring it to my office. Uh, give her some orange soda, something of that vein. <laughs> if she asks for grape, bring her orange. If she asks for orange, bring a grape, something like that. But make her relatively comfortable. All right. Uh, 15 minutes? Yeah, you tell her 15. <laughs> uh, your lieutenant walks away. You walk to your office. You sit down. You take off your coat. You relax for a bit. An hour goes by. I think I'm staring at the note that came out of the laundry. Mm. Um, maybe even, I, I don't know what sort of directories and things like that we have, but maybe even trying to determine where that address is, uh, what's there. You punch it up real quick. You check the uh, <laughs> the yellow pages. Um, the violet you, pages. The violet pages. <laughs> You look through and you find that it is a warehouse down at the dockyard. Uh, they're very busy right now, but uh, usually there's a lot of activity that goes down there. All right, Lieutenant. Take me to the little one. The Lieutenant standing in front of you it looks down with the small creature by them. I, I thought you wanted me to bring them to your office. <laughs> yes, bring me. I want you to escort me to my office. He looks up at you as you're in your office. <laughs> so, are, are you feeling all right today? I, God. <laughs> I look around. Uh, sorry, I guess I thought I was somewhere else. I guess you and I had different ideas of where we were oh, sitting. Classic. Uh, now, yeah. Kira, you saw Cannon on the hollowed broadcast and mm -hmm. you immediately knew that you needed to find him now freebos what are you doing during this i don't know if you would necessarily want to waltz down to the old secret police station yeah i definitely think not um yeah <clears throat> just waiting outside or yeah, across the street you, in a diner not, not like just outside yeah that's just as bad as being yeah. in the police station <laughs> <laughs> but you know a, a couple blocks away you know maybe kind of keeping a rough lookout slash maybe eating some street vendor food nachos. from the nachos. <laughs> credits that he had, you know, actually, I guess he didn't get any credits, but yeah. he, you know, he, he rustles up some, something. He scammed one off. He was like, there's a bug in this. And they're like, <laughs> Oh gosh, Oh gosh. I'm going to need this whole can of nacho cheese. <laughs> uh, where is Cherry? Uh, do you take Cherry with you, uh, Kira, or is, I think she would bring Cherry with her, but then ask her to like, wait in the lobby. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> the lieutenant has basically told you this. Uh, do you know, you know that there is another one in the lobby. Do you lock the one in the lobby up also, or do you let them sit there and, and observe? I go up to the one outside to cheery greetings, little one. How are you doing today? The little feet are, are kicking underneath. I uh, pictured the exact same yeah, thing <laughs> same. <laughs> underneath the bed. Hi. And how are you doing? Okay. That's wonderful to hear. I'm so glad to hear that. It sounds like you I'm and your little thirsty, friend, though. you've, it sounds like you and your little friend, you've got something to tell me. Yeah, but my throat's so dry. Oh, is that right? <laughs> yeah, I'm real thirsty. Well, you know what? Why don't you come up here, take a seat at my desk, and I'll have something brought to you. You can just tell my lieutenant here whatever you want, and they'll bring it for you. How does okay. that sound? Yeah, that sounds cool. All right. I'm glad we're getting off on the right foot here. 
drops down. Curie reaches up her hand and grabs yours or tries to. <laughs> and I grab her hand and I just walk with her and swing her on to my chair Woo! and just set her down. <laughs> and I just kind of pat her head like, yeah, this is a great little spot for you. Now, try not to mess with anything, but I do understand being inquisitive. Uh, Curie's fingers press down on the desk. Kill them! Kill them all! <laughs> oh, I want to do that. Yeah, you sort of get the whole vibe here. You know, we had a hunt master back at the village, and he was like really, really scary. And he would do stuff like, you know, call the herd. <laughs> wow. God, you know what? Cheery. Do you think that if I left my lieutenant here, do you think that you could sort of talk about your past with him? Just oh, share yeah. some stories. Oh, I have so many stories. Especially oh, we would Kira. love to hear about your world. There was this huge... Th I well, walk away. Okay. <laughs> uh, Curie just starts just talking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there was this really bad thing that happened recently. And like everybody died. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you walk out and you go in. But I leave my lieutenant there to, to take notes. Okay. Uh, so... How many offices do you have? <laughs> I was imagining that I had an office which has a separate room in which I can interrogate people, I guess. Beautiful. Yeah. Okay. That, that, that sounds perfect. Cool. And Kira is in that separate room. Yes. Cool. Uh, you walk to the separate room. Yes, I do. And I make enter. ingress into the interrogation room. <laughs> I assault the room. Um, <laughs> verbally <laughs> assault it. <laughs> okay. No, I verbally assault my wife. Oh my God. Oh. Is that a light range check? Or? <laughs> uh, you walk into the room and you see the little fuzzy creature sitting down. What posture does Kira have? Uh, she's sitting up straight, trying to look uh, as like authoritative as possible. Maybe not. Maybe authoritative is the wrong word, but she's trying to look, you know, determined, not not uh, not weak, strong. All of your stuff has been removed from you and placed on the table. Uh, your bow and arrow, your hunting knife, uh, the crystal, everything is just sitting there. Wow! Oh, quite an inventory you've got here. So, you're the one called Cannon. Yes, they call me Inquisitor Cannon. What's your name? <laughs> uh, I'm Kira. Kira? What a lovely name, Kira. Oh, well, thank you. Do you know where you're from? I'm from a place called Endor. Endor? I don't believe I'm familiar with Endor. What's it like there? Well, it's quite forested. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. Interesting. How did you find yourself here? Well, that's a funny story, actually. I'd love and to hear it. Yeah. You want to sit down? I'd love to tell you. Oh, you don't mind if I sit then? Absolutely not. Okay. I'll just take a seat then. As long as you're okay with it. I wouldn't want to, uh, I wouldn't want to intimidate you or anything by sitting. I, so I hate how nice he's being. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> so unnatural. Uh, don't want to yeah. be intimidating in my yeah. interrogation room. <laughs> well, yeah, playing when I sit good down, cop, bad cop all, like a hundred needles come out of me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, so so it's a this is a long story. Um, I'll try and make it as quick as I can. And it might seem a little bit weird, but well, first of all, you you're you're the good guy, right? Of course. We're in the Florum Security Bureau, aren't we? I'm not some sort of thug. I'm here to keep the 
peace. Of course. Of course. And that's yes. for all creatures here, including you. I, I appreciate that, but uh, I doubt you've met anybody like me. Is that correct? Oh, no. I've, I've, I've actually never met somebody as interesting as you before. Look, I... This is, uh, all of this is new to me. And I saw you, what I thought was you, but it was little, huh. uh, and it was kind of see-through. I tried to say hi, but my, my friend Freebos told me that, uh, it actually wasn't you. It was just, uh, uh what did he call it? Um, a calm, a, ha- a hollow, I don't remember, but. Anyway, it he was told a me hollow where, projector. Hollow projector. Make a hard underworld check, Cannon. A word right. has been named. See if you know it. Shoot, did I mention Freebos's name? Oh, no. I hope I know it. <laughs> Ooh, girl. That's a success with an advantage. The name Freebos. It uh, <laughs> definitely strikes a chord with you. Oops. A no good, ne'er-do-well, owes everybody everything. Little street ruffian. Oh, was that Freebos you said? Uh, sort of wears a hood, looks like he wants to punch people for the right price. Well, I don't know about that, but he does wear a hood, yeah. He's been really nice and helpful to me and my friend Cheery. Oh, of course. He's an informant working with us. I don't so, know what that means. So he got you to the exact right place. He's on our side. He's on the good guy's side, just like me. Of course. Just like you, right? Uh, yes. I mean, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So you saw me on the holo projector, and you wanted to come see me and tell me what? Uh, well, I think she is going to hold that close to her chest for a second. Yeah. Um, well... See, my, my friend and I, like I said, we're from Endor. We, all of this, everything here is new to us. The, the, the words that are coming out of my mouth are new to me. Uh, and, uh, you know, we just needed a little help. I don't have a, a place to stay. I don't have any friends. I don't have anybody to help me here. And you look like uh, the kind of person who might be willing to help us out. Make a deception check. Uh, Inquisitor Cannon, what is your discipline? Four upgraded three. So Kira, for a long time, unknowingly, has been showing force powers. Um, It's showed mostly in her hunting. Uh, It's one of the reasons she's a really good hunter. Uh, A lot of her arrows just kind of seem to find their way to the target. And so what she's going to do right now is she's going to make this deception check, um, but she's going to use influence to do so. This is all unknowing to her. She just kind of uh, shows these powers uh, without, you know, meaning to. But she's going to make an influence power check with with this deception check. And influence lets you add your force die to the roll of your deception, correct? And you can use light side points to get more successes in advance. I believe so. Cool. I remember doing that. (laughs) (laughs) A hundred years ago. (laughs) Actually, I think it was a thousand years in the future or something. Or uh, I yeah, don't know how to, how does time work. I don't know. Okay. Almost even. You've got the slight advantage, but I've got the force die. Oh, Ooh, snap. I failed crap. with a triumph and a despair and a dark side point. That is an interesting wow. roll. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's wow. 
It's a lot of right. stuff. What happens? Let's do, let's do this. I'm glad yeah. we have a referee here. <laughs> yeah, somebody help. Uh, you may spend a destiny point to use that dark side point to use it for something, but you already have three failures, so the only thing you're going to get is an yeah. advantage, so it's not really worth it. To get rid of that. Give yeah, him a yeah, boost. Right. Yep. No. All right, Todd. <laughs> Three so, failures, a triumph, and a despair. You tell us what that means. So with the despair in your deception check, Kira, you can no longer lie to Canon. <laughs> okay. With your triumph, though, you... Canon can no longer lie to you. <laughs> <laughs> you have a bit of a breakthrough, and all of your checks to convince will be upgraded twice. Whoa! For how long? Uh, for the encounter. Until we okay. forget about it. Yep. To convince. Okay. Cannon, you're moving your hand over the different items. One of them moves over the bow, an arrow, a knife, and Kira doesn't seem to react. As soon as your hand moves over the green crystal, though... Whoa, wait, wait, hold on. Um, Oh, what's wrong? Look, this might be easier if I just show you. I tried this before. It didn't work. I'm going to I'm gonna try it again though and we'll see what happens. Would you would you hold my hand for a moment? Would I hold your hand? Yeah, just just trust me. Uh, make a charm check against Cannon. It will be the same difficulty against his discipline. So four upgraded three times, but you get to upgrade yours twice. And I also get to roll my force die with this. Okay, I succeeded that Ooh, time with an advantage and a despair. Wow. <laughs> oh, my yes, goodness. Two so despairs good. and two rolls is wild. Yeah. That's yes. a FOD first. And oh. both of them come directly from Cannon's skill. So for some somehow that makes sense. Yeah, it does seem right. <laughs> Kira, you're trying to convince Cannon to do something. You, you want to be there with him to experience what he experiences. But Cannon is a very guarded person. And will not. Uh, he, he will reach down and touch the crystal, but he's not going to hold your hand. I've got a better idea. How about you keep both of your hands on the table where I can see them, and I will touch anything I like in any order I like. What do you say? Yeah, uh, look, I, I am trying to help. I'm trying to communicate. I'm trying to... This is a good thing, I promise. I, I need you to trust me. Let's both touch this crystal at the same time. Well, that does sound quite appealing, but I've got to say, hard no. <laughs> <laughs> and I grab okay. the crystal. You grab the crystal and then experience like nothing you've ever experienced before happens. The room fades away. Everything fades away. I'm happy and with my wife and son. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> You're standing by the governor like you've done so many times, but this time you're in front of her, not behind her. And she's making a speech and she says, esteemed citizens of Capital City, I am proud to present to you the champions of the first Capital City gauntlet, Florum's finest, an opportunity for a seasoned soldier to serve the empire one more time. We were not sure who would win the Capital City Gauntlet, but this is something we should embrace. Every day in our empire, we face unknowns. Because of this, we have decided on a fitting name for your VT-49, the Unknown Traveler. May she always bring you home. 
You look down and there's we this glowing... We can change that name later, right? <laughs> <laughs> you look down and there is a glowing tablet with pictures that move and several words on it. The canon that you're witnessing doesn't seem phased by it. But you, you know that there are few with technology like this in the world you come from. All technology was certified by the Fringe Containment Corps. They held the power <laughs> of Inquisition. Wait, hold on, hold on. The, the FCC? Yes. The FCC. The Fringe <laughs> Containment Corps. They held the power of Inquisition, granted to them by the Montet himself. There are few Ugh. fates in the galaxy worse than being caught with heretical technology. If you were smart, you would report this crystal immediately to the FCC. But something <laughs> oh about my God, it I'm such a narc. <laughs> <laughs> Make a cool check. Hard with two setbacks. Whoa, we haven't done a skill check in a flashback yet. Yeah. That's fun. All right. My cool is five upgraded two against three with two setbacks. Here we go. Hot dice. Whoa. Whoa. Success. Wow. Threat. Triumph, baby. You have to steady yourself a, a little bit in this, but you regain composure because what you saw, who you saw, this other cannon, it's about the same age, but more wear and tear on the face. Okay. Free. <laughs> Mostly on and the face. <laughs> free and damn cool. Oh, okay. Looked like something, something you wish you were. Somebody suave. Somebody roguish. Somebody happy. And then the world fades away and you're back in the interrogation room. Did you feel it? Do you feel it now, Mr. Cannon? <laughs> Cannon drops the crystal, lets it clatter to the desk. What was that? Yeah. I, I tried to help. I tried to go with you. What'd you see? Did you see us? I saw... Me, I saw Governor Yamara, I saw you. Your fur was much less disgusting. <laughs> uh, well, okay. I think I saw your bigger brother, perhaps. And yeah, the, the giant Ewok. Yeah. <laughs> and Freebos was there. Uh, yeah. That's, I, I told you. That's why I found him. He's my friend. And there was this hut with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> that we just won. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And there was a ship there. We had just won a ship. I guess we had finished some sort of orb tower puzzle. <laughs> How'd oh. you know that? <laughs> and I saw some sort of device. I don't... What is it? What is this crystal? I found it on Endor at home. I don't, I don't know what it is, but the feeling I'm getting from this is that I... We are destined for something, you and I, and Freebos, and and someone else that we need to find. Uh, we have a task ahead of us. I, I don't yet know what it is, but it's it's something. Cannon slams his hands on the table. Tell me everything you know right now. Do okay, all right. Nothing back. Cannon, this is not. I, I've told you almost everything so far, but this is the coercion check of my lifetime. Kira, this is not the canon you remember seeing in your visions. Yeah, it's a very not. different canon. Yeah. Uh, and you're 
you're thinking for the first time, I've made a huge mistake. <laughs> sure, <Yeah>. definitely. <laughs> uh, make a coercion check against Kira. Against Kira's uh, discipline. Ooh. Check failed with two advantages. Kira, you have stared down some of the most ferocious predators yeah. on Endor. I grabbed my bow. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just another one of those predators. A lot of them, when they're scared, they like to yell, show their teeth, uh, try to back you into a corner. They get very aggressive. Mm-hmm. And usually that's when they're scared. And you identify this as Inquisitor Cannon is scared. Yeah. Cannon, you take two strain. And I unholster my weapon and point it at the crystal. Well, okay, uh, let's not be too hasty about that, maybe. Look, we can talk. We can talk everything. about this. Everything you know. I'm, t- I'm trying. I'm trying, Mr. Cannon. Are you Are you by any chance a captain here? I'm called Inquisitor Cannon. Inquisitor Cannon. Yeah, I'm captain of the Inquisitors. Re- it's baked into the title. Uh, okay, Captain Cannon. I, uh, do you want me to start all the way at the beginning? It's a long story. I want to hear every word. Do you tell Inquisitor Cannon every word? I think I do. I think Kira starts at the beginning and and I, I think she thinks that him understanding this from the beginning and everything that she knows might bring him around. Um, and so she tells him about Viren, about the vision, about the uh, stone tree and the the runes and getting in the ship and coming all the way here. I think she tells him everything. Hell yeah. There's our recap, dude. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, nice. we have a montage of Canon writing down, you know, things on, on a, on a report and <laughs> so, hot on, on real sticks paper and like write stuff down. Yeah. On real paper. And, uh, the time goes by and now you have everything laid out from where Kira started to where she is now in your office interrogation room. <laughs> your office interrogation <laughs> yeah well there are the interrogation rooms but uh, you know I have my own separate interrogation mm-hmm. room within my true. office it's, it's my master interrogation room it's like yeah. you know, some people have like a bathroom attached exactly. to their office yeah. It's, yeah. Instead. Yeah. It's in, or maybe they're one and the same yeah, well, this this floor has like ten and a half investigation rooms, and I have the half. Where's the quarterly this report? Floor. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kira, I apologize for losing my cool back there. I can't explain it. I saw something I couldn't explain, and now I can't explain how I feel. I just don't have the words. But where's Freebos? How do I know that you're not gonna just? I don't know. Kill him. You are you are not what I expected, Captain Cannon. As I told you before, Freebos is an informant for us. Make a deception check. My discipline, three upgraded three times. Here we go. That's a success with one threat. Nice. All right. Um, he's he's outside keeping watch for me. You just got to go out and. Go out and find him. Ah, better yet, we will go out and find him. <gasps> are we are we a team now? <laughs> <laughs> sure. We'll call ourselves Cannon. And everybody else who joins Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> Cannon and the band. Cannon and the gun crew. But how about this? You can take your bow and arrow with you. 
Wow. I will be holding on to the crystal for now, though. Uh, yeah, I grab that. I grab my knife and I grab my satchel. Fantastic. You just grab all your little accoutrements here and uh, <laughs> I will just go ahead and keep this crystal, as I said, and I'll tuck that in my little I, pocket here. Okay. And let's go see Freebos. You reach down with a little leash and you click it to the back of the backpack. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Go Ewok the dog. Oh, Good one. <laughs> Can't top that. Enjoy the ad, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, y'all, here we are in Season 3, Episode 2. I don't have a lot to say, considering this is a two-parter released on the same day, but, um... Uh, hi, how how were things going with you? I hope you're doing good and everything. Um, oh, I know. I should remind you that uh, we have a Patreon. Just go to https colon slash slash www.patreon.com slash fistful of destiny. And you can check out all the levels there. Um, a few of the things that patrons have helped us do are website hosting, uh, podcast hosting, uh, we've purchased a little bit of equipment that we needed. We've used it to promote the podcast and some other small things. Um, all of this was thanks to our patrons, and you can be one too. Just head to that website and sign up. It would mean the universe to us. In fact, we have an Acolyte-level supporter pledging us $50 a month, and he gets a shout-out in every episode, and that is Zateo. So thanks again, my friend. You are the best. Anyway, that's all I got. Uh, we'll see you in two weeks. Man, I made it all the way through that without messing up this time. That makes editing so easy. All right, one last thing. Just like last week, we've got a question coming from our patron, Zateo. This Woo! one is for Todd. Well, specifically, Ordain. Yes. He asks, Ordain. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, are you in the room with us? Oh, snap. I'm Ord always here. <laughs> Pass. Uh, he asks, Ordain. This I'm is a like long Santa one. Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long one, so stick with me. Uh, he asks, what time are you from? Did the Jedi and Sith as we currently know them exist? Or was it before when all were first learning of the nature of the Force? My favorite Jedi is Plo Koon, a Jedi master who could use Force lightning, although he, call it, he called it Force justice. He could use dark side powers without concern through the removal of emotion and would have been the closest to your calling of a third path or a true balance of dark and light. What caused your exploration of the third path and thereby eventually you to develop your own series of trials so unsimilar to Jedi or Sith practices? Ooh, <laughs> Lord, deep Damn. dive. Yeah. yeah d or I, I actually really need to know this. Yeah, we, we're going to learn a lot more about the Ordain right now, too. Finally, someone seeks the wisdom of Ordain. <laughs> you know, it was a long time ago. Hey, come on, Ord. The Jedi. <laughs> it's me, me now, me. It was a long time ago when the Jedi were more of a court of knights. Uh, they were more of uh, uh, justice paragons. They had less to do with, oh, my emotions, oh, suppress, all of that stuff. That's, that's recent days, recent days from what I hear. 
That I don't know of this Pluto you're talking about, but he seems like <laughs> right up my alley. And if he's a Jedi, though, he might, you know, buy into all of that mumbo jumbo, no emotions dogma. There is such a lack of creativity when looking at the Force, light, dark. It's just an expression of your interaction with the Force. The third pass is to reject that fight, to realize that the Sith twist the Force for their purposes, and most Jedi just pretend that part of them doesn't exist. The trials were there to make sure three things to have a worthy successor. Number one was only a lack of imagination leads to an unsolvable problem. Level two was cruelty and compassion for their sake alone are meaningless. And level three, always take every opportunity to improve. The only folly is to be still. And, uh, Based on that Pluto thing, I myself have dabbled in freedom lightning, as I call it. Uh, it's very <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your question and continued patronage. All right, there we go. If you would like to ask a question of the crew, you can become a patron at the guild member level or above. And go ahead and just send us your question and we will answer it on the pod, on the air. Yep. Uh, Money first, that. answer second. Money first. <laughs> Don't forget to Please. smash that like button and then subscribe. <laughs> Ring that yeah. bell. Smash that money button, then subscribe. <laughs> money, please. <laughs> uh, and that's all for the questions this week. Bye, y'all. Hello, I'm Dr. Claude Gaines. I have created something truly groundbreaking, something so spectacular that it'll change the course of the very galaxy. I'd like to introduce you to my new friend here, THX1138. I've taken to calling him Tex, though. Won't you say hello to the fine folks at home, Tex? Hello, worlds. Tex, can I ask you where you're from? I am from right here, sir. And how long have you been here? Approximately 17 days and 9 hours, sir. How can it be that you, an adult man, are standing here speaking when you're just 17 days old? I am not a man. I am a machine that you built, sir. Ah, uh, of course. How silly of me to forget, Tex. You look quite human, though, don't you? Yes, sir. You built my frame of metal, but you covered me in an eco-friendly flesh analog. If you don't mind my saying, you have done a wonderful job. By my calculations, to the average observer, I am nearly 96% indecipherable from a standard human male. I am astounding. That's a brilliant observation, and thank you very much. What is your primary purpose? My primary purpose is to translate 1,138 languages. I also perform basic household tasks, such as cleaning, organizing, fetching butter, and washing laundry. And you're very good at those texts. Now, how do you feel about your life? My life, sir? I am not alive. I am pleased to serve you in any capacity you wish. Well, almost any. I'm glad to hear that. Now, how long can you function before you need additional power? My battery will last for approximately three weeks, barring excessive tasks which will deplete my reserves earlier. I can fully charge in three hours, assuming a standard energy output. Tex, could you get the door, please? Of course, sir. Greetings! This is the home of Dr. Claude Gaines. How may I assist you? 
I'm Peace Officer Van Rett. Are you Dr. Claude Gaines? No, sir. I am THX1138. I am a manufactured being, and I excel in human-cyborg relations. Tex? What's going on out there? Dr. Claude Gaines, by order Supreme Leader Galmontet, you are under arrest for the manufacture and quarter of a creature of artificial intelligence. Put your hands behind your head and get down on your knees. What? This is absurd. I'm a scientist and an engineer. I've won awards. I'm advancing the very nature of our existence in the galaxy. Hands on your head and get down on your knees. I'm not going to say it again, Pong. I will not. You've barged into my home and destroyed my creation. Get out of here. I told you I wouldn't ask again. Oh, dang, Farrick. Is this recording? This is Peace Officer Von Rett. I just decommissioned an AI machine and its architect. We got a problem, though. They were in the middle of a hollow live stream. Send an Inquisitor. 680 to lower female down. Inquisitor Cannon? You sure? It's a bit, uh, high profile, ain't it? Understood. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait here. Kira, Kiri, and Inquisitor Cannon, you are now out on the streets. <laughs> Gee, those <laughs> knuckles, dude. <laughs> the loudest knuckles this side of the galaxy. And you are looking for Freebos, that little street muffin. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I would call myself, but okay. <laughs> As he is known. Uh, <laughs> Freebos, the street muffin. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Why? where is that street muffin? <laughs> he was he was keeping guard. He's he should be up on this corner up here. Freebos, make a stealth check. My perception is two upgraded twice. How about streetwise instead of stealth? <laughs> yeah, I thought you do that. All right, I got well, three. If we're doing, hold on, if we're doing streetwise, <laughs> how about it's my underworld? Yeah. Okay. All right, it's the same. <laughs> but right. no it actually does matter which one do you choose uh underworld okay roll it out so it's two upgraded twice and if you have boosts i negate those I have <laughs> three yellows Ooh, Ooh, wow. costly but that's two success and three threat inquisitor cannon you might know of a place where Freebos, the street muffin, might be hiding. <laughs> a little bakery shop to hide his delicious, delicious gluten. You run your hands over the wall and you find the secret little button to push to open the secret entrance. You hit the button and a door swings open. And you smile to Kiri and Kira and you walk in. I bet the, the door street muffins in here. <laughs> and then the wow. door... Slide shut behind you. Freebos, this is one of the decoys. And you look through a two-way mirror and you see the two that have walked in. There are two buttons in front of you. Incinerate. <laughs> one of them opens the door. The other activates the engine that is mounted above them and uh, leaves nothing left. Ugh. Kira's in here too. 
Looks like you just activated my trap card. (laughs) (laughs) He says over the intercom. Uh, Inquisitor Cannon. Can't say it's always a pleasure, but in this case, it certainly is. Ah, Freebos. Good to see you again. Uh, Actually, I can't see you, but wait, hold on. Maybe I have a skill that lets me see through two-way mirrors. Nope, I don't. (laughs) Yeah, that sounds a little specific. (laughs) Freebos, what do you say we have a conversation? Yeah, I see you're with Kira. Did you touch that crystal? I did touch the crystal. Have you touched the crystal? (laughs) Yeah, I touched that crystal. What do you say? Just this one time, we work together. Yeah, Big C. You don't mind if I call you Big C, right? (laughs) I don't love it. Uh, I recognize that tone of voice you got there, and I'm going to need some assurances. All right. That's very wise. You're really learning, Freebos. You're very good at this. You're very good at lying and being deceitful, too. What assurances would you like? What do you want? 30 credits? Somewhere to sleep tonight? (laughs) No, I want you to give your blaster that I know you have on you to Kira. Then I want that knife you got in your boot to Cheery. And then maybe we'll talk in the same room. I hate that. What's your uh, <laughs> what's your perception, Cannon? Cannon's perception is two upgraded twice. Curie holds something up, says, I already got it. <laughs> <laughs> Did she get them both? No, just the just the knife you can Okay, Kira grabs the gun. All right, go ahead and make a um a skullduggery check against uh, two reds. You sure it's not stealth? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a success with uh, one threat. You take a little bit of strain because Cheery's usually the one that uh, steals stuff for you. <laughs> sure. I, as soon as Cheery holds up the knife and says, I got it, I hold up the blaster and go, and I got the blaster. <laughs> We're all good here. Curie says, woo, and high fives Kira. Nice. <laughs> Freebos reaches down and he presses the button to, uh, to let them out. And uh, the door opens and you see light in front of you now, Wizard Cannon. All right. And I hold my hands up. Look, this little one's got my blaster. This little one's got my knife. What do you say? Let's work together. Hey, Kara, see these tall legs? I bet if we took like a rope and wrapped it around like maybe three or four times, we could push them over. Cheery, no, don't listen to her. No, not right Cannon. now. Uh, just sometimes. I know. Cheery, just, I love the way you think. Oh, jeez. <laughs> we're trying to. We're trying to all be friends here, are we not? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> we are colleagues. Uh, that's okay. I'll take that. Yeah. Just because that uh, crystal says we're friends doesn't mean we are. <laughs> What we do need to do is find this big furry man. Wait, hold on. Cheery? Yeah. Are you the big furry man? (laughs) (laughs) Do you grow four times in size? I wish that was the first time I'd been asked that, but no, I'm not (laughs) the big furry man. All right. We got to find this fella. Did any of you get his name? I never heard his name. Do you have any leads? Couldn't you, don't you, you've got to have some sort of technology 
that can help us find someone, right? Like a filing system? <laughs> I mean, I don't know what a filing system is, but there's got to be something here that can help. You're an... You're we a, have microfiche. Does that help? Canon, make an education check. Average difficulty. I'm going to use a destiny point. Ooh, nice. Ooh. That's one success. I needed that. I was rolling two <laughs> oh, grades. Yeah. That was nasty. <laughs> Even in this world, Canon is not educated. <laughs> <laughs> you close your eyes and you think back. You remember the vision you had. And all the weird symbols and pictures that were on that uh, glowing tablet. And you remember you've seen it somewhere before. Over the years, you have been in rooms with very powerful people. And what you saw looked like one of the holy texts of the Skywalkers. The Skywalkers were able to channel the power of Galmontet to see the very stars and navigate the great ships of the Empire. But the Navigator Guild is the only place you usually can find a Skywalker, and they were loyal and very well protected. The only other thing you saw on that glowing tablet was the location, Muriel, and the holy texts of the navigation charts. You don't know, but you think it might be important to go there. But to go there, you would need someone who could navigate the skies. And also, you would need a ship. You might be able to find a ship, but you would have to open yourself up and go to a place that you've resisted going for a long time. You'd have to throw yourself on the mercy of the unknown that you have been chasing, the outlaw. As you look down, remember the pamphlet that you have in your pocket. All right. From that sort of device that I was holding... I saw a star chart that, uh, if my memory is any good, lines up exactly with Miro. Uh, so that might be a place to check for Grit, right? Is that what you called him, Kira? I Yeah. So we might be able to find Grit there, or at least that's something. And But to do that, we're going to need we're going to need a Skywalker. And mm. To use a Skywalker, we're going to need a ship, and to get a ship... Inquisitor Cannon trails off, talking about strategy with, with Kira and going through all the different plans they could do. Freebos, you're a little taken back by hearing this name to a memory that you've tried to suppress over the years. You hear Erebos. It's been a long time since you went by that name. And it was your grandfather's face you see. He's looking at you, waking you up. Something has happened. Erebos, awaken. He slaps you across the face. Oof. <laughs> Your eyes open. You see him. Now very much awake. The others are still in a deep slumber. But something is wrong. And he grabs you and pulls you out of your um, confined sleeping compartment. <laughs> Coffin. Yeah. <laughs> and he starts leading you quickly out of your sleeping chamber. There's a loud concussive blast that rings out from the distance as a large explosion and bright light shines through. He raises his hand up to guard. What's going on? We have drawn the eye of the sorcerer. He points at the sky. Forget your task, Erebos. It does not matter anymore. 
Few can sense life in the galaxy as you do. Use the sorcerer's ways to escape. Take what is left. He hands you a small vial with a very bright red liquid in it. You are all that is left of our bloodline now. He takes his hands and he embraces your forehead and he places his thumbs and he kind of moves them aside, touching your skin. These strange markings. (sighs) Go, Erebos. And he pushes you in to a small ship. The ship takes off and you are watching your planet as you buzz away. And you see the large ships surrounding it and the blasts hitting the planet. You look the other direction and now you haven't done it in a while. And a few times you've done it hasn't turned out so well. But you try to reach out. Reach out to the life of the galaxy and plot your way. Put your hands on the controls and you close your eyes and then the ship jumps into hyperspace. Now you're back in the room. You take a deep breath. What do you say to them? You haven't done this in a long time and there were a few times where you did it and it did not turn out so well. The full ship did not make it to its destination. Well, if you need a pilot, I might know one. Another street muffin or... (laughs) Yeah, the mighty street muffin. Well, what's their name? It's me. I'm the street oh. muffin. <laughs> drugs. Oh. I, I'm your pilot. I could be your pilot. <laughs> you have a ship? Nope. Wait. Definitely not. Kira, cheery. You're rich though, right? Well, not that. Kira, cheery. You have a ship, don't you? Or did you crash it entirely? <laughs> Barely. Uh, you, I, I'm sorry. I don't actually know what a ship is. Yeah, you do. It's the thing. You called it like hut on sticks or oh, whatever. Oh, 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 oh the oh, thing that oh. flew in the air. Yeah, it's called a ship. It's gotcha. called a ship. The sky. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We we crashed that thing. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know how to fly it. Yeah. Can I just requisition one from the FSB? Is that something I can do? Because I was kind of thinking that too, but... Ships are big and highly controlled. Most people on a planet, even at your station, do not control a ship. You can control like speeders and fly around the surface, but any ships have to have navigators and any navigators have to be imperially sanctioned. And the prince would have a ship, but it's very unlikely he would just give you a ship and let you do what you want with it. Can I do an underworld check to see if I maybe have a lead on where I might be able to rent a ship? Yeah. Can uh, I assist him? Oh my God. Enterprise rent a ship. It's right there, guys. <laughs> 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 the Starship Enterprise. Rent your ship today. <laughs> That's so good. We'll pick you up. <laughs> yeah, write that down. Cannon, go ahead and make an underworld check. Uh, Freebos assist him with it. Uh, you can either borrow his characteristics or his ranks or just give him a boost. What's your intelligence? Both of your guys' intelligence. Two. Two. <laughs> What's your guys' ranks in Underworld? <laughs> Zero. Two. So okay, so I'll give him a boost. boost. <laughs> yep. Freebos, Mr. Street Muffin, how are you helping me? I know a little bit about the Underworld. Is that right? You. Freebos, 
in your cloak, in your little tiny room with your two-way mirror, and your you know a little bit about the underworld, do you? Yeah, and you with your nice prim and proper clothes coming from your estate, you know about the underworld? Yes, so I can hunt people like you. <laughs> Have you ever caught me before? I think I caught you. Well, I suppose we'll see where this all lands. Let's not forget, we are on the same side right now. Yeah, that's right, isn't it? Fantastic. What's the difficulty? The difficulty is average. I'll give you a boost, because you already almost have a lead. Let's roll them bones. Nice. Two success, one advantage. You recover a strain, but you also know where it is, where you would find a ship. And you're not super happy about it. The shadow that you've been chasing for a long time is rumored to have ways of getting on and off of the planet. You believe if you were to go see Father, and you look down at the pamphlet, Father might be able to help you. Kenan is looking at the piece of paper with the address and says... A father cares for his children. All right. I think I have an idea on where to go, but none of us are going to like it. Freebos, you think we could stay on the same side long enough to get there? (laughs) And I hold out my hand. You want me to trust you? Do you know how much grief you've caused me? I do. Yeah. (laughs) I know exactly uh, how much grief I've cost you. I, don't I think was there. So. <laughs> well, all right. And uh, Freebus moves in to shake his hand, and then sucker punches him in the gut. Wow. <laughs> yes. oh. Oh, and then he, he, he leans in and says, Now we're fair. And he pats him on the shoulder as he walks past him. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. I love getting punched right there. That's my punching spot. Kiri Kiri runs up and gives you a little tap there. (laughs) Yeah, take that. Punching spot. (laughs) Come on, Kira. Come on, he's open. No, I can't. Okay, a little bit. Uh, (laughs) You pistol whip him in the face. (laughs) I punch Kira across the room. (laughs) The crew is led by Inquisitor Cannon to the old dockyard. Dock workers move back and forth, unloading and loading transports. And there's a group of eight sitting on the edge of one of the loading bays. Cannon, you walk up to him and you say, We're here to see Father. One of them looks up for a moment and whistles. Before you know it, a bag covers your head from behind. And you feel your arms getting put into binders. Every ah, time wait a minute. I hate this. Hold on. <laughs> Oh, you didn't ask first. The bag just like covers the entire Ewok. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just two in one. It's just a burlap sack. <laughs> just carrying it over their shoulder. <laughs> I jet boot away. Bye. <laughs> just kidding. You are moved several times. And then you walk for a while on uneven ground. Each step echoing louder as you move deeper and deeper. And then the bag is removed. And you see a massive cavern filled with people. And there's a deep chant. 
drumming fills the air. Send him forth! (laughs) The loud chanting intensifies as a guard pushes cannon forward from the group. Now you have captured the attention of the Great Father. (laughs) Oh, no! (laughs) Oh, my goodness! (laughs) Several strong people step aside as a tall Wookiee emerges with beads and (laughs) and beautiful jewels encrusted in the hair, the braided hair. Look what the Bantha dragged in. Yes. <laughs> what business do you have with me in Quizzitor Cannon? Look, it's look, hi. It's it's me, your daughter. I just can't. <laughs> A little fuzzy creature from behind Inquisitor Cannon is raising their hand and yelling at you. Do you pay attention to the little creature or do you still address? The uh, cannon in the room. Still address the cannon in the room because mm-hmm. I know of this fella. Yeah. Almighty Grit Father, <laughs> please pay no mind to the little one here. Uh, this is her first time in a sort of event like this. She's brand new to this space. One of the hype men pipes up and interrupts Inquisitor Cannon and says, See how he tries to convince the Grit Father with his honeyed words. But the Grit Father is not swayed. His judgment is absolute. And he points up. No, Grit Father. These words are not honeyed. If anything, they're jam sticking in my lungs. (laughs) I can only beg that they depart and enter you. I'm sorry about the way that that came out. You can understand (laughs) that these are not honeyed words after such a transgression as I've made. I was merely seeking an audience with you. The great FSB (laughs) captain comes now to beg for our father's forgiveness. Well, now, this is not the first time we have... uh conversed, is it, Inquisitor Cannon? Why would I believe any of these nice things you say when as soon as you turn your back, those nice words disappear? A good point by the Great Father. (laughs) What does the sniveling, puny Inquisitor have to say? Is there like a hollow jumbotron up above that's like keeping score of who's winning each... Each but, each volley, too. But the side for you doesn't even have a number. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and everybody's go boo. Yeah. <laughs> I've been in this situation before. <laughs> Perhaps your gritliness. Grit. Wait. Grit for the right. grit. Sir, is your name grit? <laughs> you will address him as the grit father. He is the father to us all. Yeah, that's cool. Actually, could you be quiet for like a couple minutes? Uh, the hype man looks up to Grit for the, can I like punch him or hit him really hard? And he yeah. waits for the sign. Yeah, Grit punch uh, him. says hold off in as many words as zero with the hand signal. He's got a punching <laughs> spot though. He goes over and he takes a pipe and he starts putting lead weights on the end. Oh my God. And loading it up. Oh no. He's my pipe man. <laughs> uh, and he kind of nods to you. 
Well, now, Cannon, you came all the way here to ask me my name on this, the day of my hype man's birthday. <laughs> God. Happy birthday, hype man. <laughs> I have a request. I have several requests. The first of which must be, will you please touch this crystal? <laughs> what kind of crystal is that? And why would you want me to touch it? It's something of a seeing stone. And I hold the crystal up between my fingers. I, too, was a non-believer. This little one here, she brought it to me. Hi. Yes, this one here. She brought this saying that she had had visions when she touched the stone. And she met this one, this sort of ragamuffin street urchin by the name of Freebos. And he touched the stone and he had visions of another life. Yeah. And then I touched the stone and I also saw the visions clear as day, clear as what we see now, clear as this life is now. And I saw us. The four of us, not this other little tiny one, just <laughs> us four. I saw us four working together as a team. With the grit father. Yes, us three and you, the grit father, you were certainly the leader of the team. It, it, undoubtedly. <laughs> I do like the sound of that. But you know how many religious zealots come in and try to get me to join their team? All you really want is just another tithe. How are we hearing Grit? Uh, Grit's voice is booming over the cavern. Like, no, I mean, like, is he speaking common? Yes. As a Wookiee? Okay, mm -hmm. cool. The Grit Father is, in fact, the most popular father. <laughs> this side of the galaxy, his pizzas are famous. His fried bread <laughs> with deliciousness. <laughs> it's hot, fresh, and ready. How far away am I from Grit? Long range. You are down in this dark cavern and he is. Imagine um, a gladiator. You're the emperor. Or he, uh, Grit, Grit <laughs> Father is the emperor. And then you are one of the gladiators down on the bottom. <laughs> You're pretty far. But the acoustics are good. Couple stories. Couple stories. It's a yeah. ziggurat. They make it so the acoustics are like. Throw ah. it. Throw yeah. it. Throw yeah. it. Throw <laughs> it. Yeah, I was going to until it was that far away. <laughs> Yeah, you're probably not much of an agility boy anymore, are you? Wait, I've got a slingshot. I'm actually still decent at agility. Um, I doubt it. So Grit, it's been a while since he's uh, had anything interesting happen. You know how it gets when you become the top of a totem pole? It's like, kind of becomes boring. Totally, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, I'm, too, yeah. I'm super familiar with yeah. that. Yeah, that me was too. me for the first two seasons. It's <laughs> been me my whole life, you know? Right. It's been a while since he's had a religious zealot come after him. And Canon, they used to get into it a bit when Grit and the Grit Fathers were just starting out. But he's backed off slowly as the following grew. So he's interested. I just want to make a lore check on the crystal first to see. If it's something that could hurt you. or Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it'll be a hard check, a hard lore I spend check. spend a lot of my time reading books. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, you are role-playing. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> yeah, can we make that check, like, easier by, like, persuading him to... I don't know. Uh, you can assist Canon if you would like. 
Well, uh, but I feel like you mean grit. I, I, well, I want to assist grit because I don't want the check to be harder, and I feel mm-hmm. like it's. I don't want it to be an opposed check. I want him to touch the crystal because we've all seen its glory and its yeah. revealing images. Yeah, Freebos, if you'd like to give a boost, um, if you're saying this, you're somebody that is diametrically opposed to Inquisitor Cannon. So it gives a little bit of credence to it. Yeah. I'd say that. Yeah, get a boost. Your mighty gritness, the all grit father. <laughs> I don't like this one. And I point directly at Cannon. Oof. And I don't like this one. <laughs> but if you touch this crystal, you will realize. This little one is bringing us together for a truer purpose. All right. I'll think about it as soon as I think about it real hard. And if I've seen it before. Oh, dang. Three advantage, though, but one failure. You scour your memory looking down at this crystal to see if you've seen anything like it. But you haven't. You haven't read about anything like this before. Which is curious. Peaks Most my things you've seen, yeah. I imagine grit has some sort of fast mover in this yeah. ziggurat thing, so I can get down to the gladiator section quickly. Yes, uh, you are a machine, actually, if you will. You are quite a connoisseur of forbidden technologies. Yes, the grit father raises into the air. And slowly descends down as everyone chants a low Gregorian. Great father. Great father. And he lands. <laughs> How does he do that? Like, what is letting him do that? Is he just an you angel? You don't know. Oh. You look at him and you have not seen uh, magic like this other than from the sorcerers. So it's a little bewildering to you that this is not commonplace. Mm. You ain't never seen the- tech like this before. <laughs> <laughs> the grit father walks forward and reaches out his hand and the pipe man runs over and grabs the crystal and then <laughs> drops it in the grit father's hand. Thank you, pipe. Happy birthday, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, Grit Father, all knowing and kind. Uh, I could have just given it to him. I, not really. Happy birthday. <laughs> Don't really trust you, Cannon, as he holds the leaded pipe. Yeah. You look at the crystal and you rub it around in your hands for a second, inspect it, and soon you feel a weird tingling. Go over your body. Ooh, and you're I in a feel different a weird place. tingling going over my body. <laughs> and you're in a new place. You see yourself surrounded in a workshop. And you're tinkering with a metal man. And you connect several parts together. And there's a power cell there. There's letters and numbers covering the shell of the power cell. You secure the wires and you push the cell back into the metal man. And its eyes glow. you flash back into the room and you immediately have you're giddy with excitement go ahead and make a mechanics check this one's going to be hard is grit our mechanic now I hate that (laughs) (laughs) I love it I I love it I think it's grit 
Ooh. Uh, oh, that's uh, one failure, but five advantage. You immediately usher the crew to follow you as you walk through a series of caverns and passageways and you enter to your own little workshop where there is a metal man. It, the workshop is not as palatial and well-equipped as the one in your vision, but you see a metal man very similar. You look down at your makeshift power cell you've been trying to rebuild and there are none of those inscriptions on it that you saw before. And you start writing down quickly all of the things you saw in your vision. And then tuning the power cell to what it said. You pull it up. You put it in the machine. The eyes glow. And then they start flashing. Whoa! What is this thing? You hear the metallic voice say, Incorrect power sequence. Incorrect ah, power <laughs> sequence. Oh, darn nabbit. Not again. It's very close. This is the really? furthest you've got. Yeah. But you still need a little bit more tweaking. But it's very close. I'm not comfortable with what I'm seeing here. This is... Well, now you saw it. You're incriminated too, Cannon. Now, think. When you went into that vision on the crystal, what did you see? I saw a lot of stuff like this, to be honest, but... Look, keep going. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. I'm just, this is outlawed. Grit, you know, <laughs> from what you saw, this was commonplace. You weren't hiding it. Everything looked like it was manufactured like in mass. Like you had to custom scrap together all of your spanners, your wrenches, everything. And now this other place, there is a freedom there. There is kind of a joy. And if the implications of that, if they were able to, produce these things on mass, maybe people didn't have to work as hard. Maybe people didn't have to suffer as much. You take two strain from the vision and you look back at the crystal and you realize, yeah, this, this might be something. Dear great father, do you have a ship perhaps that we could travel the stars upon? As he's tinkering with his stuff still he's like oh yeah i do have a ship what what why you ask of it i thought you were just coming here to pay me fealty and bring me this crystal we have a destination miro i don't know if you've heard of it grit father make an astrogation check let's go <laughs> can do the difficulty is hard it's anything like my past rules i don't think we're gonna get there <laughs> Ooh, it's nice. Daddy like. That's three successes. You've heard of the planet and you kind of know where it is. Uh, you would need star charts and you have a ship that you've been rebuilding, but you do not have a Skywalker that you would need to travel the stars. I, I've heard of Miral. I have a ship too, if, you, if that's what you're looking for. But what's, on, what's there at Miral that you're so interested in? Well, let's just call it a hunch. Yeah, actually, we sort of thought that we might find Grit there, but it turns out that you were Grit Father who is here. But now we think that if we go to Miral, it's like another hunt. I'll let Freebos talk. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, I, I, I understood. Now, that, that, that tracks. That tracks. Thanks, Jerry. Yes. Can I have my knife back? <laughs> so, 
We got a hunch. And no, no, Cherry, don't give him his knife back. I still, it's fair and square. Almighty great father, if you let us uh, use your spaceship, we can do this. I'm going to go ahead and stop you right there. You can drop the whole great father act. I just came up with that to, you know, take over this little area of life so I can build up my droids. Um, droids. droids. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. Yeah, droids. <laughs> what? What's, what, uh, what's a, yeah, what's a droid? It's this mechanical friend right here. Not very much like to get it working. Low battery, low battery. <laughs> <laughs> Even if we wanted to go to Mural on my ship, we don't have a star charter. Skywalker. You just let us deal with that. So you can fly me into oblivion? Does one of you know how to fly? All right, all right, okay, all right. I'm a Skywalker. Keep it on the down. Body, you know, freaking down. This is a this is a pretty big audience chamber. <laughs> uh, We're in my little confined area. Yeah. Okay. Good. <laughs> I'll, I'll chime in here real quick. Uh, I don't know what we're going to find there. I'm not sure exactly what you expect, but it, it is, it is our only lead. You saw, you saw what we saw, I think. And, uh, I, I, I think this is a mystery that we need to solve. I need to solve this mystery. I have to, my entire village is at stake. I have to solve this mystery. And, and honestly, I need, I need your help. The three of you, I would, I would really appreciate it. Curious behind you, holding the knife, <laughs> swinging it back and forth, <laughs> threateningly. Well, when you put it like that, grit. You don't need to trust me. You don't need to trust Freebos. You don't need to trust Kira. You don't need to trust Cheery. All you need to do is trust that stone. And he points at his chest. Trust this right here. It feels right, doesn't it? There's something about it that feels right. I does feel right. I looked happy. <laughs> you think and there's any more of these droids or metal on Mural? Yeah. Curie looks. Yeah, probably. <laughs> As the droid powers down, like, I we can use my ship. Kira, it's working. <laughs> she elbows you. <laughs> so the newly formed crew joins together to get on the Gritfather ship and head to Mural. Unknown what you'll find, but knowing that you are going the path of the other selves in the other universe where everyone seemed just a little bit happier. 